Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. We welcome director of the movie Marcus JR joins us right here on the program to talk about the movie's world premiere at the Miami Film Festival this this weekend which features WWE superstar Big Show and it's a movie with a very very strong message that will go out there and inform many of the public. This and a whole lot more coming up next on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. 5 seconds to the open. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, pleasure to have you here and uh, tune in to us once again. Make sure that you follow us on our socials. That's at The Roman Show. On, uh, on Twitter and Roman Show Media on Instagram and Facebook. But again, you can always visit our website, theromanshow.com, where we are live 24 7. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, that's our Roman 0201. That's the YouTube channel, our Roman 0201. Hey, I'd like to let you know that uh, the Roman Show uh, comes after the support of Manscaped, the best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped also has a crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code The Roman Show at manscaped.com. That's get 20% off and free shipping with the code The Roman Show. At manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the promo code The Roman Show. If you have some anxiety issues or if you train and all your muscles are tense up and sore, well, I advise that you get yourself some Fight Back CBD. That's Fight Back CBD. You can visit the website right now, grab yourself a couple of milligrams of Fight Back CBD, and uh, shoot me an email and tell me how you feel. That's fightbackcbd.com. When I competed uh, a few weeks ago, the fine folks of Knockoff Fight Gear helped me out in uh, gearing myself up for the fight. And I got to tell you, their gloves, their shin guards, everything they have is absolutely amazing and it's affordable and it's right here in South Florida. So you need to get on over to Knockout Fight Gear. That's a knockoutboxing.com. That's knockoutboxing. You sorry, knockoutboxing.us. Knockoutboxing.us. And knockout fight gear has great gloves, shin guards, and even punching bags or, or muay thai bags. So head on over to knockoutboxing.us to find out how to purchase your gear. At a very affordable price. And these things, it's not like if you put them on and use them over and over again. And they just, 
you know, they just, they, they become obsolete. No, these things stay in tip-top shape throughout the time. Trust me, they're really good equipment. That's knockoutboxing.us. All right, with that being said, let's talk some pro wrestling. Coming up next on Reality Check. And now, it's time to give you a Reality Check. Well, Matt Hardy uh, is no longer with a contract in the WWE. He uh, posted a message at the, the wee hours of Monday stating that he let his WWE contract expire, therefore now becoming a free agent. Last we heard, uh, he appeared on, uh, on Raw and... It seemed like it killed off his character with uh, Randy Orton just defeating him and hitting him with a uh, chair. But Matt Hardy is still the guy with a big, long resume. And the whole, uh, the other side of Matt Hardy was with that scientist and, 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 and gimmick that he had. Which, for some reason, it just never picked up here in the WWE. It, they, they tried it for some time, and he started using the whole delete. And, and he even had um, the whole Hardy compound type of movie that they did uh, with Bray Wyatt. It just didn't kick off. I'd be a, I'd be a happy camper if Matt Hardy would be hired by... AW. I think that um, he should go there. They'll, they'll allow him to be as creative as he can, as his care with his character, and it would allow him to really take his character to where he wants it to be before he retires. And let's be honest, that character was it for Matt Hardy. It wasn't the Matt Hardy version 2.0 or the fact that he was teamed up with his brother, which of course that's always going to be legendary. The Hardy Boys are just are legends, and, and and like he stated, a WWE Hall of Fame ring is waiting for him and his brother. Now Jeff Hardy still remains with the WWE. We will get word as a recording of this podcast. This is Monday. Um, he will be appearing on backstage, so we'll find out the future of Jeff Hardy. But it won't be anytime soon until we see. Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy both together in the ring, it seems, as Matt Hardy is shopping for a contract. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if AEW has not reached out to him or already has uh, something lined up for him. And we'll see him on a dynamite. I'm telling you, I think it'd be a good fit for him. I think the AEW would really benefit having a Matt Hardy on their squad. Speaking of AEW, Lance Hoyt and Cole Cabana have both signed with AEW. Lance Hoyt formerly uh, was a WWE developmental star. In fact, he was on our show not too long ago. And on top of that, he was a New Japan Pro Wrestling champion. Cole Cabana also was part of the WWE. He's wrestled for Ring of Honor, wrestled for New Japan, and a whole bunch of other companies, even TNA. And I know... That for sure, having both of these guys on AEW will definitely help their squad uh, with a lot of uh, uh, experience from these guys. So 
I'm sure that uh, AEW will, will will definitely benefit from it, especially in Nashville. They need a big guy like him. I know you have um, Wardlow. You have it seems Jeff Cobb. By the way, again, at last we heard he wasn't a guy that wasn't signed 100. percent But there is no tall, huge guy like a Lance Hoyt. I think that him being in AEW is definitely going to be something awesome for this company. The other guy that I'm thinking about is Luchasaurus. Uh, so yeah, Lance Hoyt is someone that you definitely need out there, and I'm sure they'll let him be who he is. Speaking about AEW, what a great pay-per-view of Revolution. I have to admit, uh, the main event between John Moxley and Chris Jericho, great, great match. John Moxley walking out as the champ. Um, listen, Chris Jericho did what he had to do with that belt. He put AEW on the map, whether you like it or not. And now he's passing on the torch to someone that many people are familiar with, and that is John Moxley. So now Moxley's turn to put this company on the map. The pay-per-view is great. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of the Nyla Rose match, uh, the Orange Cassidy. I, I just can't get over that guy. I mean, I'm not, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't see why the big, <clears throat> the hype over this guy. I just, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm, I'm not feeling Orange Cassidy. I'm really not. I don't I, the whole thing with the the, the the short little kicks and the hands in his pockets. She's just not doing it for me. But the tag match was phenomenal, and and, and the story that it told as well. <clears throat> Overall, a great pay per view from AEW, no doubt. Uh, the the Dustin Runnels and Jake Hager match that was a good one as well. Yeah, overall, really, really good stuff. Cody Rhodes, MJF. It goes on and on and on. Great pay-per-view from AEW. And now, I would like to switch some gears to the WWE. Last week, on Thursday, we saw that Bill Goldberg defeated The Fiend to grab the WWE Championship in Saudi Arabia. Now, Goldberg... He's been getting a lot of heat. This is a guy who's over 50 years old <clears throat> and is now the WWE champ. And we now learn that he will be taking on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So let me get, and this is something I, I really don't understand because when a, in AEW, you had Chris Jericho, who's a guy who is about to hit 50. Okay, so he's he's a guy that's up there. He's a guy that started with Goldberg. They both wrestled each other in WCW and in the WWE. They were both there at the same time. And you're going to come and tell me that you're upset at the WWE for letting a Goldberg hold the title, but yet you're not upset that Jericho held the title. A guy who age-wise are not that far apart. I, I, I don't understand why fans are upset at that. Let's let, let's take a look here at the reason why the WWE chose to give the title to the Goldberg. Easy, money. This is definitely going to put some eyes on the fans whether you like it or not, Reigns and Goldberg is money. And Wyatt now is going to take on John Cena. Defeating Cena, to me, is bigger and better than retaining the belt against Goldberg and then taking on Roman Reigns to only lose that title at WrestleMania to Roman Reigns. Let's face it. The The Fiend is just a good character as is. I don't even think the guy needs a title. It's one of the most electrifying, unique, uh, mysterious enigma character that we've seen in the WWE. 
In fact, we don't even see him wrestle every week. That just shows you how good he is. You don't need to show him every single week inside the ring. Because The Fiend is a special character. And trust me, the WWE knows best. They're not going to do anything stupid with that character. So, so far at WrestleMania, we have Goldberg and Reigns, Cena and Wyatt, AJ and Undertaker. We learned that Undertaker appeared at Saudi Arabia to do a little shing dig there with AJ Styles. And we are awaiting more matches uh, here as WrestleMania gets very close. And of course, we have the Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre for the Universal title. So little and little, we're getting more matches added to the card. I, I and especially with you know I I'm personally not going to go to WrestleMania this year. I know it's just in my backyard in Tampa, but I have to say with all this coronavirus, I'm actually thankful I'm not going. I'm I'm not discouraging you not to go to WrestleMania, but someone actually asked Stephanie McMahon if the if if the possibility of canceling WrestleMania was a thought, and she said that yes, if they need to cancel, they would cancel. Remember, guys. You get people from all over the world that go see WrestleMania. And lately, I'm even afraid of just jumping in a plane. And when you get all these people inside in a big stadium like the Tampa Bay one, you get 80,000 people there. Sure, pretty high number there. They're going to be coughing because they're sick or whatnot. So... Either way, I'm a happy camper. Hopefully, we don't do this whole ESPN pay-per-view thing and we keep WrestleMania on the network. Either way, we'll be watching at WrestleMania. It's a great time for us wrestling fans. It is our Super Bowl and looking forward to a great show nonetheless. Whether it's Goldberg as champion taking on Reigns, you know that the WWE will deliver. They're not going to give you something boring. So let's give these guys a credit. As WrestleMania is around the corner. But we got Elimination Chamber coming up this weekend. So we still got a whole lot wrestling before the big event. Well, listen, this weekend, director J.R. Poli of the movie Marcus. All right, they'll be showing for the first time this movie to the public at the Miami Film Festival. And the big show is actually an actor in this film. And actually, one of our good friends, Justin Sims, who uh, shoots a lot of footage for Titan FC and, and actually shot some of my footage for one of my videos, is in the movie. And he's a hell of an actor, man. And this is an opportunity for you, everyone tuning into The Roman Show, to check out this movie, Marcus, that deals with a lot of mental disorders uh, and, and, and the taboo. You know, some people are just ashamed to admit that they have a mental issue. And this movie really just opens up about these issues. And it's an opportunity to get it off your chest. I know a lot of people are ashamed to admit that they have a depression or they have anxiety or whatever it may be. But Marcus is an opportunity for you to let the world know it's okay. And in fact, JR has been impacted by depression himself. So joining us right next to talk about the film Marcus, which will be debuting at the Miami Film Festival this weekend, J.R. Poli, who's actually all from here in Hialeah, born in Hialeah, Florida, and attended Miami-Dade College. So coming up next, J.R. Poli, 
the director of Marcus. Welcome back everyone to the Roman show and this weekend this film will be making its debut down here in South Florida at the Miami Film Festival a very prestigious film festival where all these great movies from all over the world are shown and this movie Marcus will be shown this weekend it's a it's a it's an absolute uh, amazing opportunity for all of them uh, all the folks involved with this movie and I have JR uh, who is the director of this movie. JR, thanks so much for this opportunity to speak to you. Some of the individuals involved with this movie uh, include WWF, WWE, sorry, uh, Superstar, Big Show, and many, many others. So, JR, welcome to The Roman Show and thanks for your time. Oh, man. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> So, so tell me, I, I found that I found that about this movie. I'll be honest, because Justin, Justin, as you know, he works with Titan FC. He does all the filming and all that stuff. But he's also an actor. He's a, a well-diverse, talented man. Um, and he's like, he showed me this 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 uh, this trailer. I'm like, what the hell? Look at you! I I was just shocked that I, I did not know that he he's, he does in the uh, is involved with the acting world. But he linked me up with you, Jr. And tell me about Marcus. This movie. I got to to see that one minute trailer, and what I got from it yeah. was about uh, well something that has been in the news lately, very very uh, uh, common for us. But explain to us a little bit about what Marcus is all about. Right. Well, well, first off, yeah, Justin is uh, one of the best actors uh, I've come across here in Florida. Um, I've known him uh, acting wise for about eight or nine years. I, I edited a film a while back that he was in, and. I actually thought he was a Hollywood actor, um, and they corrected me, telling me, "No, he's he's a Florida boy." Uh, so I've been, you know, eager to work with Justin for quite some time, and uh, actually wrote his part specifically for him, uh, which is crazy enough. Um, but yeah, the uh, the film Marcus uh, it deals with the mental health, um, you know, just the entire uh, stigma around it, um, and and just people being embarrassed to come forward and and what that really does to them on top of what it does to the people that surround them um so i mean that that that's the thing i i personally suffer from uh from depression um i wrote this film from the heart uh it, it started basically uh two years ago as a short um i was going through some really really difficult times and uh on one night when i really got far as far as my thoughts uh, taking a, uh, control of me, um, I was interrupted by my daughter. She woke up at two in the morning, uh, uh, kind of yelling for my my wife, and um, and I you know snapped out of it, went ahead, picked up uh, my laptop, and wrote uh, the script for the short version of this film, which did pretty well. We sent it out uh, for two years uh, during the festive throughout the festival world, uh, won a lot of awards, uh, kind of you know convinced us to pursue it a little more and turn it into a feature, which is where this came from now. Wow, that's just awesome. Yeah, that's a form that it came out of a short, and now it became what it is. So some of the names, of course, you mentioned Justin. I also saw Big Show, uh, WWE yep. superstar, who have also been involved with some other um, films and, and series, such as 
uh, on Netflix. I know he's working on one uh, that's soon to be out. Uh, but how did how did that come evolve uh, to get the Big Show involved yeah, that, with this movie? So, so Big Show, I, I, I had a client hold an event in Miami, um, uh, probably mid last year, and um, he was there. I mean, I, I didn't expect to see him, but he was there. I met him. Uh, I pitched him the story. Um, soon after, I you know he was asking me for a script. I, I gave him the script, and then showed him the short film uh, that we you know that inspired the feature. And uh, the short film really hooked him. He immediately, after he saw the short film, he called up and said, "Listen, you know, I'll I'll do this for free." You know, and I, and I immediately said, "No, you're you're a stag actor, and I'm it's a stag movie. I gotta pay." Uh, so he was very very he was so deep into the film and and what it was about that he really didn't want to take payment, although he had to because of uh, union rules. Um, but but yeah, that's how that's how I got I got the big show in it. I I wrote. Um, I didn't write the part specifically for him, but I did write it for a big guy. Um, and at the time, before I, I was able to lock him in, I did speak to Justin, and he had a couple of different MMA guys that he was pitching at me, going, "Well, if he can, you know, Big Show, you know, bows out. I got this guy. I got that guy." Uh, but thankfully, Big Show, you know, jumped in, jumped in, and uh, and you know, did it for us. And you know, yeah, he's he's got a, a bunch. He's gonna have a big year. He's got a, a movie, co- um, sorry, a show on Netflix called The Big Show Show. Uh, which he's the lead, and it's basically it's very similar to like Full House, let's say. It's uh, a, a sitcom, family sitcom. He's got you know three daughters and his wife, and uh, I think the three, the, you know, the oldest daughter moves back in from college or something, and and they kind of take over the house. And here's this this giant of a man who can't control these small women, you know. So it's a comedy, and it's going to be uh, a big thing. Plus, he's got some other uh, another traveling uh, kind of documentary type show. Uh, that should be out soon as well. So, yeah, Big Show's going to have a big year and hopefully just in time to help us with Marcus, you know. <laughs> and about Marcus and, and, and uh, you know, you mentioned about the uh, uh, mental disorders or mental issues and, uh, like you, you said, you suffer with depression. So what is your goal as a director? What message uh, to relate to the public that watches the movie? What are they going to get out of it when they're done watching this movie? Yeah, well, well what, I, what I put specifically, because, listen, I, I've got six guys on my cell phone right now killed themselves over the last three or four years. Um, I haven't deleted them, uh, haven't come, you know, they're friends of mine. Um, what I did was I wrote from my personal um, experiences, what I feel inside, how I handled it, um, how I continue, how my wife handles it, because that's another thing. My wife has to be here to support, and she has basically learned how to adapt towards my mood. When I'm, when I'm down, she knows how to handle me. When I'm up, she knows how to handle me. Um, but then I also incorporated these six other guys um, who I knew their story, and obviously they were close friends of mine. And um, and I kind of mixed all seven characters into one, which is our lead character, Marcus. Um, and so so all the situations he goes through, all the all the issues he has, is is either you know myself or one of these other six guys. Um, and and it's just it's just you know real life. You know it, it's what everybody goes through and, and and the objective here is to learn for people to really learn how to speak about uh mental illness either speak to people that are suffering from it or or speak or if you are suffering from it how to come forward and just you know not be embarrassed um that was my thing i was i literally and i kid you not just on sunday what's it Monday? Yeah, so sunday i went ahead and um told my wife my mom i had not told my mom before and i've been i've been 
you know, traveling this country, going from film festival to film festival, opening up completely uh, to to the audience during Q and A's and telling everybody exactly where this film came from. I normally end up getting going to tears because I go pretty deep. I, I I don't hold back. But um, on Saturday during this premiere, my mom's gonna be there, um, and I know it's gonna come out. I know there's no there's no avoiding it. So I had to break it down to her because I didn't want her finding out in front of a big audience. So, um, so yeah, that, part of that, she asked me why it took me so long, and I told her it's, it's mostly just being embarrassed. I didn't want her thinking something was wrong with me, thinking something, you know, lesser of her son maybe. And I think that's, uh, that's what a lot of people go through. And um, the film is here basically to show you from my pers- you know, perspective at least uh, how I handle it and how, uh, how you know, it, it's, it's all about, in my opinion, it's all about distractions, man. I mean, it really is. I keep myself busy. I have four kids. I have a wife. I just keep, I don't stop, you know. And the moment I do stop is when I start feeling it start creeping up on me, you know. Um, we also do, we, we do also have a campaign that's coming out as well uh, for it uh, called the Marcus Challenge. And it's basically going to, you know, challenge people online, you know, social media, Twitter, you know, challenge, you know, to come out and give us a 60-minute testimonial of what, you know, what your mental health, you know, what your mental state is, either yours or, hey, if, you, if, if you're not suffering from it, but your husband or wife or child, uh, if they're dealing with it, how, how do you cope with this? It, it affects everybody. It really does. I mean, people go to work and deal with people that have mental health issues and they, and they don't realize that they have it, but they, they have to deal with it, you know? So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a very real story. Um, it is straight up drama. And, and I feel that, if, you know, the more people watch this, I think the more understanding they get, at least into the soul and mind of someone that is dealing with it. You know, and Jr. Are you originally from South Florida? Yeah, I was born and raised in Hialeah. Wow. Uh, my mom is actually still in Hialeah, and we shot probably three fourths of this movie in Hialeah. How interesting is that? So, yeah, you know, this is a, a great, great moment, and you know, you're you're a local. You're showing it here at the Miami Film Festival, where all these people from all over the world are going to get an opportunity to see it. Uh, and you're definitely going to be putting South Florida on the map. So, can anyone go out to the premiere, or is this invitation only? No, the, um, there are two showings. There's a 6:45 and then a 9:50, so back to back in the same spot, which is Tower Theater uh, on 8th Street, right there, um, across the street from like Ball and Chain, yep. um, and Cuba Otro. Um, so, uh, it is. You can buy tickets online at the Miami Film Festival website. Just uh, search for Marcus, and then you'll have both options. The 6:45, I know, is very close to selling out. Um, after that, we're doing—we're personally doing after party, which is invite only. Um, you know, mostly for the cast and the crew and families and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, if you show up at the 6:45, you're going to see the crew. You're going to—the big show is going to be there. You're going to see, you know, Owen Miller, who's our lead. You're going to see Justin. You're going to see all these guys there. Um, the 9:50, you know, everybody's probably not going to be gone by then. But you, you know, if you want to see the movie. It's, it's still playing. Tickets are still available for both, and I imagine they, you know, you can walk up to the door and buy them if they're still available. That's the thing. I, I'm being told the first one close, the second one still, you know, can still be available at the door, but I'm not sure. Gotcha. So, Marcus, if I if I miss this, or sorry, Jr., if I miss this, where can I be able to see this movie afterwards? Um. Well, that that's that's the talk right now. <laughs> We're we've been approached already uh, uh, by a few different. Um, 
uh, reps uh, trying to maybe get this thing distributed. Uh, the idea would be, I, 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 we, you know, I spent two years traveling with the short and the film festival route. I, I don't mind doing it. I love speaking in front of people and getting in front of and seeing the, the raw emotion. But ideally, we, we want the most eyeballs on this thing. Um, and, and we're trying to get distribution, hopefully get to uh, maybe a Netflix or, or maybe, you know, a small theatrical release uh, of some sort. And who knows? I mean, hey, maybe the movie is just that, you know, important that, somebody will give it a wide, you know, theatrical release. We're, we're not sure yet. So um, we do have a couple meetings set up after the uh, the premiere to discuss all that. So, yeah, right now I don't have an answer for that, but hopefully soon, uh, I, you know, I'll, we'll see something on social media. You know, they, I'll, I'll be posting everything on social media. Well, Jay, I want to thank you so much. And, again, I invite everyone to go to the – uh, the, the theater down uh, right there in Calle Ocho in South Florida, Southwest 8th Street, the historic Southwest 8th Street or Calle Ocho, uh, the Miami, how is it? Is it a theater? No, Tower? I was getting confused. Tower Theater. Tower yeah, Theater, tower yeah. I always get confused with the name. They, they always say the Spanglish way, Teatro Tower. Oh, I don't right. know what it is. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's right there. Uh, you can't miss it. This is uh, it's right next to Domino's Park. There you go. It's a lot better if yeah, you're familiar. Yeah, it's like a sidewalk. Yep. Yeah. If you're familiar with that area, so uh, we invite everyone to go out there this weekend uh, uh, on Saturday, uh, March the seventh, and check out this great film. Um, it's not only a drama one, but it has a good positive message behind that. And Jr., thank you for this opportunity to speak to you, and uh, and much success on your movie, man. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to. The Showdown. Thanks again, uh, uh, JR. Appreciate your time. And we look forward to seeing your film this weekend in Miami. Well, Titan FC took place this past weekend. And what a great event it was. Mike Graves kept his welterweight championship as he defended against Yuri Villafort. Mike Graves really did a great job at stopping Yuri Villafort's uh, potential jiu-jitsu. We know that the Yuri Villafort has a hell of a jiu-jitsu skill, but that was non-existent because Mike Graves' wrestling overruled the match. But after the fight, they shook hands and it seems to verbally agree for a rematch. Yuri said that he had not had enough preparation for this match and had about a few weeks, three weeks and he needed a proper training camp so the match could happen potentially in Dominican Republic where Titan FC returns next month in April or in May when Titan FC returns to the Extreme Action Park that's May 29th Roman Ferraldo, who has been here in the program, made his Titan FC debut. He's now 3-0, defeating his opponent in a very uh, fashionable way. And Roman Ferraldo is money, man. I, I won't be surprised if this guy gets a title shot very soon in Titan FC. And if he gets a good 2-3-4 wins in, uh, in Titan FC, I would not be surprised if you see this guy in a UFC uh, card. That's how good he is. The guy's money is well-spoken. Talented fighter, talented athlete. The guy's money. Switching gears now to the UFC, Israel Adesanya will be putting his middleweight championship against Yoel Romero. 
This is a guy that Israel wanted. Yoel competed. Uh, his last fight actually was for the number one contender. He came up short, but his opponent, who was scheduled to get a Dex title shot, is hurt. And Israel said, listen, I'd rather have Romero either way. So we're going to get the fight this weekend. And listen, my money is on Romero if it finishes off real quickly because of the power he has. But we're really going to test out Israel Desanya to see how good he is. Because to me, in my opinion, he is the newer version of Anderson Silva. Let's see if Israel can hang in there with a strong Yoel uh, Romero. You remember what he did to Whitaker in a fight that, you know, in the first one, eh, actually both fights, they were both competitive. And Romero and, and Robert Whitaker was a strong guy. Good hands, too. It's a very interesting main event, but that's not all because in this pay-per-view, you have Joanna taking on the champion, Zhang Weili, for the Strawway Championship in a fight that's also going to be a good one here. Both of these ladies can bring it. This is going to be a stand-up war. And Zhang, Zhang can bring it to Joanna. There's no doubt in my mind. That this fight will be contested. I will not be surprised if this goes five rounds. And don't be surprised if Zan keeps that title. That's how good she is. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in to The Roman Show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in this week. Make sure that you follow us on our social medias. And hope to catch you this weekend at the Miami Film Festival for the showing of Marcus. And by the way, on March 17th, on St. Patrick's Day... MMA returns to the Hollywood Hard Rock Hotel as St. Patrick's Day or St. Patty's Day Shamrock uh, event takes place. Great fighters will be an act. Christian Industria, he usually fought in Titan FC in December. Trisha Cicero, who's competed also for Titan FC, and many other fighters will be competing at this event that's March 17th at the Hard Rock and from my understanding it's at the brand new facility so you need to get your ass out there and get yourself some green St. Patrick's Day beer and watch some great fights at the Seminole Hard Rock and Casino with that being said thanks so much for tuning in we'll catch you next week on the Roman Show you haven't on you haven't heard